Hello and welcome to the True Achievements Podcast, episode 55. Uh, we have a special guest today, a momentous, what will sure be a fantastic return, I'm sure, for Mark. <laughs> How are you, Mark? Hi, thanks for having me again. I don't know if I'm so special. You, but... you are very special. Don't let anyone <laughs> tell you. Um, and I also have Jack. Uh, how are you, Jack? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. And Dave's here too. Buzzing, you? Buzzing as usual. Yes, I'm very good. We are very, very busy today. It's a crazy day of stuff to do and um, stuff to talk about. So let's get straight on with it. With the most ridiculous news I've ever heard, Jack has played a new game before anyone else <laughs> and he's completed it. I nearly fell off my chair when he told me, Jack, it's Resident Evil 7 week. Tell us about yeah. the game. Oh, it's it good. So we were talking about it on the podcast last week and I'd been thinking about picking it up for a while. And I ended up buying it while we were podcasting. Oh, and... multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you ain't quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so just toward the end, I did a sneaky Amazon purchase. And uh, it's... Other game shops are available. Y- yeah, we uh, we aren't sponsored by them. Uh... <laughs> <Yes>. Unfortunately. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, great. So I was a big fan of Resident Evil 5. Um, didn't like Resident Evil 6 so much. But this was just amazing, and it felt uh, obviously it's jumped back to the first person. Well, I'd say back to it was never really first person before, but it's jumped to first person, and for me that just made it much more immersive. The audio was amazing. Um, so you played it with headphones? Yeah, you? I sat and played it in a dark room with headphones on all week. Oh, yes, that's how you have to do it. Exactly. I wanted to Fair experience plans. it. It's kind of like how you should really. Mm. But just the first-person nature of it allowed for some kind of cheap jump scares. But it also made it feel a lot more immersive when you were running away from an enemy or like you walked into a room and it's just it just plays tricks on you. Like the lighting is amazing as well. So I walked into a room and did a double take because I saw a big shadow move across a wall. And it was just a little fan on a table with a light behind it. Oh, it was wow. rotating <laughs> casting oh, no. and that point, I Yeah, it did. It was, Get a fan! It's really good. No! It. <laughs> but it's, it's quite short. Um, it, there is an achievement of finishing the game in under four hours, which says something about the length. But if you, Do you know how long you played it for? Um, my playtime was a bit screwed up because I have my console in the low power mode. So I just kind of left it on, then switched it off in the low power mode, came back to it, started back up, and it put me on 25 hours. Oh, okay. In your head, how much do you... But uh, probably about 10 hours, 10, 12 hours. okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, there's a lot to do, though. It's what you make of it. Like, if you you do speedrun it, you can definitely do it in under four hours. People have already... Yeah, I saw there was a guy who streamed it in 90 Mm -hmm. minutes from start to finish, which is pretty crazy. But that was obviously a speed. Yeah. Just the story and probably skipping but a lot. If you're taking your time collecting things, reading into the kind of lore from the bits of paper and artifacts that you find, and trying to seek out like new weapons, optional things you can do, it will take you a lot longer. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And you really enjoyed it. How about how were the achievements? Yeah, the achievements weren't too bad. Uh, it chucked them out regularly. Um, some hidden ones along the way and there's still a lot to go back and tidy up so you've got a couple of difficulties you can pick from the start as normal and, uh, or easy and normal then you unlock Madhouse after finishing it for the first time so you've got a replay for on that and it's, yeah it's good though 
Okay, good story. Is it, is it? Uh, yeah, the story, yeah, is, story is quite good. Um, it didn't link too much into the old Resident Evil stuff. There's a couple of okay. tiebacks into it, but it just felt like a new, fresh experience. And if you haven't played the series before and you're you were kind of put off by the third-person nature of a of it, and you like first-person shooter games, definitely hop into this one. It's by no means a first-person shooter, but the first-person aspect will. Um, it's great. Worked well yeah, in it. Feel more natural. Mm. Yeah, because I, I mean, I was, I enjoyed the first couple of resis back on PlayStation. I guess it would have been one, one and two. So that would have been um, the fixed camera ones, wouldn't it? Yeah, Wait. they were fixed camera. So you'd go into a room, the camera would be in like top top corner of one of the rooms or in the hallway. Mm. A lot of loading. Like every time you opened a door, there'd be quite a lot of loading <laughs> going on. But even that was like quite scary at the time. It was pretty mm. like terrifying stuff. But again, it was mainly jump scares. I think there was also. A few times it would like cut to a like a pre pre done, um, like bit of rendered C, like terribly rendered CGI back then. Um, so are there are there stuff like that, or is it all sort of first person? It's all in game. Okay, sweet. Yeah. And um, you said you liked five. I don't. Wasn't five the one set in the jungle with, and you had that terrible AI yeah. character following you around? I thought that was a dreadful game. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. I think I. More enjoyed it because I was playing it. I co-opted it. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So if you more played it as a single, I think it's a very different game. experience playing it with the AI because the AI was terrible. Six though, I uh, six was like playing the same game a million times because they had six different characters, six different stories, and they all intertwined. And you just played basically the same chapter ten times over. It was oh. stupid. Didn't like That's it. Rubbish. <laughs> but this comes highly recommended. Yeah, yeah. This was really good. Okay, and do you think you'll go back and play it on the harder difficulty? Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, wow, okay. Cool. I had um, one other really cool mechanic in it, actually, is um, you find videotapes as you're playing the game, and if you go to a VCR, you can put the videotape in, and then it hops you into a different bit of gameplay. So it's kind of, it, it's a bit that expands on the story, but it's disparate from the current bit you're playing. It kind of takes you... It's almost like a little mental break from the story, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but that that felt great, and it was like black and white videotape with a video pixel shader over the top to make it feel like it was on a VCR. Ah, cool. It's cool, man. Pixel shaders. Technical terms for those. <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. old school vibe. Um, so this sounds like something I'm... If I wasn't such a wuss, I would be tempted to get this. But I've tried playing horror horror games before, and um, I've had to like actually give up because I'm too terrified. And that's playing in daytime, bright lights, with other people mm. in the house. <laughs> so playing it as you did it, I think I'd probably have a heart attack. I think, I think you'd be fine if you played with the in a bright room with the without audio. I know that sounds a bit crazy, but <laughs> taking away, taking away some of the, the audio, it's like you creeping around and then you'll hear some creaks on a floorboard that you've oh. walked over. You'll spin I've just around. just bought a new, a new soundbar as well for the living room which projects sound all around the room. So <laughs> I think that'd be even worse. <laughs> cool. Um, did, Mark, do you have interest in this? Oh, absolutely. I'm trying to clear my backlog so I can justify purchasing it, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's the first game of 2017, really, that's uh, first AAA, really, that's that's hit. And um, yeah, there seems to be a lot. I mean, my Twitter, I, I think the lull has helped has helped it, but there's mm-hmm. also been so much love for it on every, everywhere I've looked on social media. There's been a lot of, a lot of people excited for it. So um, I'm probably too scared, but I look forward to hearing other people's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
enjoyment of it. Okay, so we continued our um, ID Beam streaming this week with five more games. Um, again, a very varied and um, different set of genres that we played this week. Um, Jack started on Friday with the Sun and the Moon, and I played a bit of this yesterday as well. Or watched Jack play a bit of it yesterday. Uh, how would you describe this? It's like a physics-based. It's a platformer, isn't it? Platformer. So you, you control, control a dot. Yeah, you've got a small orb and. Small orb. Have you been looking? <laughs> uh, you collide with <laughs> surfaces, but if you hold the right trigger and jump, you can phase through a surface. But you're when you're in a object, gravity works backwards. If that makes yeah. sense. It looks really tricky. Yeah. Um, well, it's it. I think it was tricky for kind of the first five or so levels for me, and then it seemed to make a bit more sense like, in my mind. Yeah. But, I mean, I got yeah, through I was quite 60 of the levels. In yeah, a, in fact, you were playing the last two. An hour. Yesterday, you? To, yeah. um, there was an achievement that was left to get um, finishing the second chapter or something, mm-hmm. which was like level 50 or something. Um, but some of, the, some of the mechanics look very tricky indeed. Um, bits of levels disappearing yeah. in front of you and enemies that came at you all the time. Mm-hmm. But you enjoyed it. Our review went up, I think, um, this yeah, week. Did did mm-hmm. we really? Yeah, got a two and a half. Okay, I can't remember. A two and a half, wow. Um, <laughs> I think it's fairly repetitive and brutally difficult. I think, I think it's an a, definitely an acquired taste as well. You've got to enjoy... Yeah. It reminded me a bit of N+. Plus. Do you remember that game? Yeah, with a ninja, and you had to collect yeah. the little stars. Sort of similar perspective and similar difficulty. It was uh-huh. pretty tif- difficult. Um, but if you like challenging games, like sort of, almost Super Meat Boy, but much simpler graphically. Yeah. And, well, um, you if have you to like put, games like that. You have to get um, some medals on it as well, and the times on those are ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I got about two in all of the levels I've played. So. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a bit of replayability yeah. there, but it's Brutally difficult. Okay, then we moved on to Wells. Um, tell me about Wells, Jack. Is Wells good? Oh, yeah. That was the pun again. that we spent yeah. all day doing. <laughs> shows how tedious our life is. Um, um, it was, was a, quite good, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a run and gun, I suppose, wasn't it? A little with this kind of platformer run and gun. Yeah. A couple of little puzzles. Different. Genre. So this was the one where we kept earning new weapons every level. Yeah. Um, that had quite different, very different mechanics to them. And the idea was sort of to get from the left of the screen to the right of the screen, generally. Um, quite a lot of enemies. We got achievements for killing 100 or so enemies. The the achievements were quite interesting, weren't they? There was one for like um, killing 10 enemies with bouncing shots off walls, mm-hmm. um, killing four enemies in one go. I think there was one for killing 10 within like four seconds or something that was quite tricky. Um, but reasonably enjoyable. Nothing yeah. groundbreaking. Um, I think we I think we finished like four of the chapters. We did quite well I think in our hour. We spent nine chapters overall. Yeah, so we did about half the game yeah. in an hour, so it's not particularly long. We um, did do it on the lower difficulty then. I think there's a new game plus, oh yeah. isn't there? There was a new game plus. Yeah. Probably make things a lot, difficult, a lot more difficult. It seemed weird, um, but reasonably enjoyable because you had some stats at the end of a level, and it always said that you killed 100 percent of the enemies, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, that was that was a lie. Yeah, um, you had you had um, health and ammo that depleted as you got hit and shot, but you could re- um, recover both just by standing still for a bit and not getting hit. Mm-hmm. So it was virtually infinite ammo, which was quite good. 
Um, I found the controls quite difficult because to aim the gun, you had to use the right stick. Yeah. Was that right? Yeah, the right stick. And that was quite tricky. It took a while to get used to. felt slightly counterintuitive for me. Yeah, I have played some other games similar to that, and I think they picked the best method for the control scheme. Okay. Uh, well, on, on a few others, you have to hold a button to like kind of lock your character to a stationary position and then aim with the left stick, oh. and that always feels really clunky, because you obviously can't aim upward while you're moving. Yeah, that would definitely be worse. Um, okay, then we moved on to Kill the Bad Guy. Now, I've never played a game like this before, I think, I can safely say. Um, <laughs> we were an assassin, I would say, but you're sort of looking at um, you're looking at a three D map of a location, uh, all black and white, quite stylized, and then there is a guy that you have to kill, and he will walk across the map on a fixed path, and you have various things on the map that you can interactive interact with, such as um, let's say there's like a gas pipe on the side of a building. Uh, that you could you could make leak, and then there'll be a lighter lying around somewhere else that you can then light the gas leak with. So you can wait till the guy gets close to the the leaking gas, and then light it, and then he'll blow up. And the whole idea is to to kill the guy before he gets to the end. There's a ton of secondary objectives on every level as well. Um, as he dies, his tooth will fly out, or one of his teeth will fly <laughs> out uh, randomly onto the map, and you have to pick that up. There's a like hidden passport somewhere on the level that you have to pick up. And the levels get more and more complicated as you go. It started off relatively simple, didn't it? A guy walked in front of a car, so you just hacked the car and just floored it and um, <laughs> drove into him. Uh, the only colour in the game appears to be blood. <laughs> so it's like it's quite gruesome as well, wasn't it? There's a lot of blood for each death. Yeah. Um, but intriguing and, and lots of um, sort of replayability because, as I say, there's... There's secondary objectives on every level and there's things to collect and stuff to do uh, while you're setting the traps. It reminded me of a bit, there's a game called Spy vs. Spy uh, that came out when I was about 10, which gives mm. you an idea of how old it is. Uh, 10 years old. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was like all about laying traps for your opponent. You were playing on a single screen. It was a, a versus game, obviously. Uh, and you had to lay traps in rooms. And it felt a little bit like that. You You were trying to it was it was quite difficult, wasn't it? I found it quite challenging in places. And there was like a bonus zombie level where you had to kill 30 zombies, but you only had 15 pieces of munition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would come towards you quite quickly. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, definitely had a reasonable amount of playability. I'd, I'd play more of it quite happily. Sounds like Hitman as well, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, except your, your sort of god mode. It was like yeah. a popular style view. But yeah, it was interesting, and you could you could deviate the guy's path by putting stuff in front of him to try and send him in different directions. But um, it got more and more challenging the, the more levels we played. Did you did you enjoy it, Jack? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the control scheme. Oh yeah, the controls were tricky. So you had to click A on an object to select an object, and then you had to push X to tie it to another object. If yeah, you've tried to push A to tie it to another object, then it unselected the object and it just threw you off totally. Yeah, and because you were you were basically against the time limit because the mm-hmm. guy's walking around, um, that made it quite tricky. But yeah, they could they could certainly improve the controls. Um, reasonable though. Then we move on to my favourite game of the week, which was completely new to me. I'd never played a game where I was in charge of a candle 
before. Um, but this was that game um, called Candleman and was a 3D um, platformer, platform puzzler, uh, I guess yeah. you'd call it. In fact, Dave's played this to completion, I believe. No, I, Have you played I haven't completed it, but purely because there's that um, challenge in this week's GTSC to not get too much scores, so that's the only reason I haven't. But Okay. <laughs> so, Dave, you took us through this one. How did you enjoy it? Um, well, I, I saw the stream like you and knew nothing about it, and then watching the stream, like I pretty much fell in love with it. It, it just looks like a really kind of cute kind of plot. It reminded me a bit. Not in terms of how, just the style and everything of that. What's it called with the yarn ball thing? Unravel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, really, unravel, yeah. just like really cute, like that, like um, graphically. And it's got yeah. like a really cool mechanic where, because you're a candle, even the puzzles aren't particularly, well, not even puzzles, the levels aren't particularly hard. But because the whole area is dark, you can't yeah. really see where you're going. So yeah. as a candle, you hold down the right trigger and you, you, you like turn your flame on. Flame on. And you can kind of see a, a little bit of your surroundings. So, it, But if you use that too much, your candle dwindles down until you're dead. Yeah. So you, yeah, you've got really to kind cool. of use it sparingly and just use it when you need to. But the aim of the game is there's a set number of candles placed around the level. Um, some are sort of like in clear sight. Some are a little bit hidden. But I found like within two levels, once you found them all, you kind of figured out the way that he was hiding them. Yeah, it's yeah like exactly. Yeah. The, the, it's just like the obvious path will be to go right and it'll be just be to the left or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it. cool, wasn't it? Jump mechanic. I think it's relatively it. short. Yeah, like, is he, is he three? Three levels? There's nine chapters. chapters. Yeah. There's nine chapters and there's, a, yeah, three or four within each chapter, which sounds like a lot, actually, but the they're relatively quick. It won't take more than like three to four minutes yeah. for each one. Um, but yeah, that mechanic was awesome, wasn't it? The, uh, you felt like you were going to risk areas yeah. without using your flame. <laughs> like, I'm right. I've remembered there's a path here. Just don't fall off to the side. Um, it's quite generous with lives as well. You get 10 lives per level. Yeah. Um, but the achievements are tied to completing the levels, but there's also a set of achievements tied to getting every single candle, which sounds tricky because there's between, uh, say, five and ten candles on each level. But actually, as Dave said, they're, they're in, most of them are in obvious sight and the ones that aren't, you, you figure out quite quickly where they're likely to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was awesome. Is it about £12 to buy? So It, might it be is £12, yeah, because someone was, someone was complaining about the price. But I... I I'm, I think that's a fair price. It's, yeah, I, you know, it's no, I don't think it's priced much differently to anything else. <clears throat> so I, it's probably a three-hour completion, I would guess. Yeah, we did a third of it in um, mm-hmm. in an hour, uh, but we got everything in that in those in those levels in that hour. So it comes highly recommended for me. I, I thought it was excellent. Moving on to yesterday's stream, we did uh, Subterrain which is one of the most complicated games I have ever <laughs> tried to play. Uh, we achieved one achievement for 10 Gamerscore in our hour. Um, oh, Jack. <laughs> Tell us about Subterrain. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd need to explain the universe to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to tell you about it's it. Complicated. You're, a, you're a guy. It has nuclear fission. It has reactors. <laughs> it has... <laughs> didn't even get onto that part. It has contaminated water. Yeah, it contaminated water. Breaks. You have to use a bathroom. You Regularly. have to drink. You have to eat. 
It's yeah. like a person simulator. It is. It's like The Sims, but set on, I guess, uh, yeah, some sort of Martian land uh, where you're in a facility. It's a top-down um, sort of gauntlet style, I guess. It looked a bit like yeah. um, top-down exploration game, but you have to keep your guy alive. And there's a whole ton. I, th- I think it's huge because they're looking at the achievement list. There's a whole load of... Um, like things to investigate as well that we didn't even get close to doing any yeah. of that stuff. It took us about half an hour to get out of like the, the sort of our living quarters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wrote my review as well. It's, it took me a, I mean, I said over oh, an hour really? in the review. Yeah, it yeah. actually just went up a couple hours ago. Okay. Punky, punky proofreader for bedtime for you guys, I think. But uh, <laughs> Okay, you tell us about it then, Mark. What did you think of it? Yeah, the the main takeaway I had kind of uh, reflects what you guys were saying. I, I think most people are going to be like, "What the hell is all this?" But there's, <laughs> there's, there's going to be a there's there's going to be some section of the community that, if they're into survival games, this one probably takes it deeper than any that I've played. Uh, yeah, sure. And that's a genre that's totally in right now too. So, if people are into that sort of thing in a very serious way, they're probably going to enjoy it. But if they're just like a casual fan or if I said in, in the review as well, if, if you're casual about survival games or if you've even worse, if you've never played them at all, don't let this be your first one. Uh, yeah, it's, it was hard. I mean, we died a few times and we weren't sure why we died. Yeah, it was pretty hard. There's just so many systems at play and because there's so many, like some of them are used infrequently. So then it, it requires like constant relearning and, it was difficult. I I foolishly volunteered to take that one on for review, and a couple hours in, I still didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was like, oh, "This is not going to end well." <laughs> how did you um? How did you do with the achievements? Did you manage to get more than one? <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting uh, seventeen of them. Oh wow, um, that's impressive. That's oh, good. Yeah, out of forty nine, so it's decent. But uh, that was mostly through just like aimlessly wandering, trying to figure out where to go. Because uh, yeah. if you if you venture off to the many locations via the tram system, uh, you pretty much get an achievement every time you arrive at a new location. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got several for that, and uh, I did a couple other things. But yeah, every, basically every location time. has its own mechanics. It was absurd. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and can we just talk about wow. the ridiculously small font? Yeah, I was going to say this is clearly <laughs> a PC game. Yeah. That has well, I'm guessing. It, to me, it looks like a PC game that's been ported because the instruction system <laughs> is like <laughs> it's like font size two. <laughs> and like we're playing it on PC monitors, so we could actually read it. But I imagine if you were sat in your living room with the telly, you know, six feet away from you, you you wouldn't have a chance of reading any of it. Crazy font choice but i suppose it needs to be that small so they can explain all the millions of things <laughs> we found a couple of bugs as well didn't we the um the menu system would say it was selecting one thing but actually had something completely different selected yeah. and the most annoying thing we had a message there's like a little toolbar at the top left and it was a red <laughs> icon that says you've got a message we just could not figure out how to read that message yeah what we did. i talked about that too the the whole hud was just so busy <laughs> 
And yeah. like the, for me, the the top left I figured out. For me, it was the bottom right that I was like, "What? See, if you, uh, I don't know." Like I was just so uh, lost for all, so long. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want a game that will last you hundreds of hours, this is probably, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably one. But you might end up smashing your controller at the same time. Yeah. If you if you want a game that is more of a stressor than probably your work life try this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i felt quite stressed at the end of that i just had to go and have a little lie down <laughs> um, cool beans so that was our id streams for um this week we've had as i say vast range of games as usual and we've got another um load booked in for next week uh today we're playing aqua kitty udx which sounds in fact the full title is aqua kitty udx xbox one ultra edition uh, which is quite a mouthful but that looks like quite a fun game so um check us out on the stream next week on our stream we hope to have some new innovations uh as well so as well as giving away copies of all these games um we have quite a laugh generally so please join us uh 3 p.m every day every weekday um on beam.pro forward slash true gaming network and uh you could win some of the games and uh see all these new titles being played for at least an hour um and hopefully we'll pop some achievements in them that is that is our goal um moving on from id stuff uh we've all been playing games for gtsc actually mark are you in gtsc no I'm not. not all of us have three of us have <laughs> uh, so i've been playing um numa for score which i thought was interesting i used the guide for the last few chapters and especially for one of the achievements which was a nightmare uh which meant almost replaying the whole game seemingly <laughs> which was really annoying uh the guy's voice by the end of the game was driving me absolutely nuts <laughs> <laughs> i can safely say apologies to that guy because i think i actually stood next to him at gamescom while he talked me through the game uh, did you, his wait, voice... i'm sorry did you say numa yeah Oh, uh, do you know the the Turing Test people made that game? I know they did. That's what I was coming yeah, on yeah. to next. In fact, the reason I played Numa is because there is one of the secret yeah, uh, achievements in Turing Test. Yeah, was showed Numa, and I was like, oh, I've got that game. I think that's an easy one. Case, <laughs> so I I rattled through it. It didn't take me long. A thousand, a thousand gamers scoring about three hours, I think, maybe something like that. Um, I continued with Turing Test. Um, which is Mark's game of the year or close to it for mm-hmm. last year. Um, wow. Did you play that without any guides? Um, yeah, I had to. I was, well, maybe I didn't have to. I was reviewing it, so I, I tried not to anyways. Um, maybe they would have been available, but... How long did you take playing that game? I mean, I've got a maths degree. I was, I'm was i a reasonably intelligent guy. <laughs> but some of those levels, even with towards a guide, the end, like, yeah, wow, Towards, towards the on. end, they almost become like multi-room ordeals, and that's when it got really tough. But, yeah, um, proper hard. I mean, it's hard yeah. playing it with a guide. <laughs> to be yeah, honest. I think it took. Uh, in the review, I said it would probably take about eight to twelve. I think it took me right in the middle, around ten or so. Wow. Okay, that's impressive going because I've, I've probably I don't know how many I've done, but um, I'm at the halfway point in the final chapter, chapter six. Well, the final chapter of tests. Um, but I am enjoying it. The, the introduction of new mechanics, every level is, or every chapter is, is cool. Like now there's robots that you can control and um, cameras that you can jump into and all that stuff. But the, the stuff like some of the orbs that switch polarity and some mm-hmm. of them turn on and off. And, oh man, it's complicated. I, I, there's no way I'd be able to do this without a guide, I think. Maybe I'm sending myself short, but <laughs> I, think, I think I would struggle. Um, that's what I've been playing. Anyway, Dave, what have you been playing for this week, apart from Candleman? 
Um, jumped on Gears 4 just a little bit, nothing special. I still need to go through the campaign properly. I just I noticed there was some achievements I was close to last week when we were getting close to elimination again, so I just popped in a few. And then the main game I've been playing is Madden, still Madden 16. Finished it okay. last night, full thousand. Whoop, whoop. Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice. I thought you said you weren't going to be able to do that because of the... Um... Well, right. <laughs> so the oh, oh, how much have you spent? The paid away. Oh, oh, my God. God. Was, <laughs> they just became American at this point. There was a few <laughs> achievements I was stuck. There's one called Gauntlet, which is... You, you'll get like a little challenge, like it'll be throw the ball in this particular way, but and then it'll move on to the next challenge, and you got to get to like level twenty-five. But you only have so many lives, so that took a bit of practice, but got there in the end. One too bad. Um, there was one that's I think it's called the draft mode. You have to win three matches. I, I struggled. I kept getting Why? to the third match and then die, uh, not dying, losing. Stakes <laughs> um, <laughs> are high. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, death bowl. And I managed to figure out that what. That what I needed to do was, if I scored as soon as I got the ball the first drive, then I could just literally spend the rest of the game just running it and just counting down the clock. So I spent like three quarters just running and then getting two yards <laughs> and then getting tackled and then counting down. There's like a, a play time, or is it 30 Is seconds? this online you're playing? Is this against no, this other is, people? this is like oh, right, okay. computer. But I was just going to, I would imagine your inbox. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it actually is how I play. It drives my opponents crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and then, but, the, the, but the three ultimate team ones, right? So if, you, if you're doing it on FIFA, you can't boost it because... It's in sort. It's like a ranked tournament. If you do it, you only yeah. have to win four matches in FIFA. But to boost it, I think you need sixteen different accounts, and you need to, you know, oh, you wow. manage to meet up, and you you need to progress yeah. four of them, you know, to the next round. In, <laughs> I don't know why it is in Madden Ultimate Team. Got one guy, and we just met up ten times last night. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so you meet up ten times, and the other one quits, and that's one win, and then <laughs> meet up again. Oh, okay. Right away. So yeah, I managed to do that. Then with the, th- I would have had no chance to do it. I, pr- I tried playing online once and just gave up after about three minutes because I was just getting destroyed. So. But <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a clue how to play it. But it's got okay, really cool. good uh, um... score. I mean, TA scores. So. Yeah, I bet it has. I was just about to load that. Up. It's in the vault as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it that's what that's. Uh, that helps. So I, I downloaded 2,665 TA. Yeah. And you got the full. Full amount. You might yeah. have to show me, talk me through that because I've got that. <laughs> yeah, I downloaded um, cool. last night doing that one next. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're going to be the NFL expert. Uh, Mark, <laughs> yes. how are you getting on with Watch Dogs 2? Uh, I like it a lot in pretty much every way, except uh, the story is just kind of unbearable. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> you I can't skip it. Yeah, I never like to, though, because that's primarily why I play. It's just. The gadgets are so cool. I think pretty much in every way it's better than the first one. And um, unlike a lot of people, I actually thought the first one was pretty cool on its own. I, I played that one way later. Uh, didn't have much hype for it like a lot of the gaming public did. So I didn't have my hopes uh, too high. Didn't get let down. Um, and I like the first one. And this one does everything better except uh, the characters are just so stupid. <laughs> they really are. They're just... Uh, okay. like I don't know. You guys have all played Life is Strange, I think, or I know you have. Yes. Rich. They they're not. They don't speak in a way that's as bad as that. But uh, it's it's pretty close. It, it's. I didn't mind Life is Strange. I thought it was fine. Well, no, yeah, I like Life is Strange, but the the dialogue in Life is Strange. It was as if 
it was written by people who didn't know how young people actually sound, or almost as if it was like satirical in a way. I thought the dialogue in Life is Strange was hella good. Yeah. I thought all Americans thought like that anyway. That was just. No. Am I wrong? Hella shame. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, um, great. I liked it. I have one level left to do, which I must do at some point. It gets quite oh, tricky. Cool. The final level, you have to play as every different character with a different, and you're playing like, a, oh, spoilers. Uh, it's been out long enough now. But you're doing like <laughs> a really difficult challenge, and each one's got different things to do, and it's it's proper tough. Huh. Uh, yeah, the difficulty level is 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 pretty steep in that game. I think some of the some of the ones towards the end get really tough. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's an achievement for it, but I'm trying to play uh and kills kill nobody while playing it the whole thing uh oh wow just because it's just <laughs> it's just to me this character that you play marcus he doesn't seem like the type of dude that would murder anybody yeah, so okay. it feels weird for me to be you're gonna struggle shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you get in the game. i've just been stun gunning uh or uh oh, yeah, okay. stunning everybody yeah. so far yeah that sort of works yeah. um i'm not sure about the dogs though you might struggle stunning the dogs i don't know if you can do that there's you can, or you can you can knock the dog stuff. in the head with your with your little with your wire your thing pool, there, pool ball thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So, um, you've also been playing the Mafia, uh, Mafia Three. Yeah, I finished How that up a couple weeks ago. That? Cool. I uh, need to go back to that. I love that game. I I totally see all of its faults. It, it's it's uh way too buggy. That it, it really needs to be patched. It was actually that was kind of the worst part for me. It crashes constantly. Uh, sometimes you'd go to a location and there'd be like a story-based vehicle there that's waiting for you as part of the the story requires it to be. But another car would just like instantly spawn on top. Or I guess it was like, <laughs> stuff, but, like yeah, like cars would just spawn on top of cars and immediately uh, explode. And uh, <laughs> it's super me. repetitive. You basically do the same thing yeah. district by district for like thirty hours. But the story oh. that surrounds it is so good that it's kind of the inverse of Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh, Jesus, the music is so good. <laughs> I kind of wish cool. I got the special you've... edition with the vinyl. Oh, nice. Yeah. I should get that as well. Vinyl sales have gone through the roof. Yeah. Um, Bioshock Trilogy. Are you you're playing this on the Xbox One? Yeah, I just ran through all of them uh, and they're most of the DLC. I didn't play like the challenge modes oh. that a couple of them have, but the story modes I did. So I basically just played, if you count the two, the Burial at Sea and the Minerva's Den DLC, if you combine that, it equates to about a fourth game. So I kind of played four Bioshocks in a row wow. over the past couple of weeks. I've played them before. I love them. I just, oh, yeah. Well, the weird thing is I, I think I came around to the consensus opinion that the first one is the best. I've long held the belief that uh, Infinite was the best. And oh, okay. replaying them all in quick succession like, succession like that uh, kind of changed my mind. I did but, actually pick this up in the sale. So I do have this on my on Oh, my cool. Box. Have you played them before? I played about three or four hours of the first one, and then I got stuck somewhere. I didn't like I didn't like the death mechanic Mm -hmm. where you sort of come out in a vita vita chamber or something. Yeah, Uh, yeah. and then you'd you'd lost a lot of stuff. I think that you had before you died. There are some perks that can offset some of that, at least. But yeah, but I gave up with it in the end. But I have more. Well, in theory, a bit more time now. Mm. Um, Okay, that's it for what we've been playing. An epic what we've been playing let's move on to site news so today hopefully if we manage to finish this podcast then i can get to the office in time we will be <laughs> launching our big new feature that we've been working on for approximately a month which is a long time for one feature for us these days so um it is a full integration with the xbox store including pricing across all regions so you can easily see if the game is cheaper somewhere else 
our sales stories, which are manually produced and take a long time, uh, Chewy does a wonderful job on them, but they are, can be incredibly time-consuming to build because it's got to put links in and prices for absolutely everything. It just takes forever. And he's just got a, a little uh, Wookiee. Congratulations to Chewy. <laughs> Uh, which is taking up extra time for him. So hopefully we can now automate a lot of that stuff, which will mean our sales stories will go up probably before anyone else, including Major Nelson, going on the time we seem to be getting the data at the moment, which is fantastic. We will have uh, new content uh, as soon as it hits the store. So we will know you'll get your pre-orders in for Mass Effect. Um, You'll be able to see that stuff as soon as it hits. You'll be able to tell how much those things are going to cost you well in advance. Also, something that I don't think any other site has managed to do, we will list every single set of achievements that are in a piece of content. So including bundles, um, if there is... So for example, let's say you can get the ultimate edition of a game. We will show all the different DLCs that are part of that bundle, uh, the number of achievements, the total TA that you can get for the whole, etc., etc. And then the best feature of all is price alert. So you will be able to set a target price for... Uh, any piece of content and say, right, notify me either if the price changes or notify me if it drops below 10 bucks or any level of your choosing, which is pretty sweet. Uh, as I say, this is a huge development we've been working on for over a month and um, it should be going live today. So there's probably more we could do to it, but this is a very good first version. Um, we're really looking forward to putting it up today. So I hope you enjoy it and it should hopefully save you money, which is always cool. Dave, let's talk about regular news. Yeah, so starting with Dead Rising 4, one of sort of like my downsides to it was that it was just too easy and became quite repetitive. Yeah. Um they've obviously listened to feedback, I think that was generally a bit of a some of the, a bit of a quibble that most people had that it just became monotonous just walking through slaughtering enemies that became pretty easy. So they've added two new difficulties to it. Okay. Um and then the problem, so there's going to be what is it? There's a hard difficulty, and then Blackest Friday difficulty. Um, that did come with <laughs> two new achievements as well. So oh, okay, cool. So this is title update. Yeah, and yeah. then um, also they've added a trial, a one-hour trial, so you can download that and give it a go. Nice. Not sure Does if achievements popping. Not sure. Usually <laughs> they, yeah, usually they do. So yeah, I imagine. Uh, I'd play it on a second account if you're not sure, <laughs> just to be on the safe side. But I think that'll probably give me a reason to go back to it because once I finish the story, it just it just be literally became just wading through enemies that when with no chance of dying, right? Which I suppose is good because dying's it's crap. Up a game. But <laughs> um, yeah, it just became too easy. Um, next one, GTA Online. So they've, every week they do like a, a double bonus and things that's not the main thing big thing is that from March the 6th you'll no longer be able to uh, transfer transfer your Xbox 360 or PS3 character so I didn't even know you could do this um, yeah when you first go into it online it, it it gives you the option to transfer it or create a new character so is that the, your online character yeah mm-hmm. or Okay. So I main, played it. The main thing about it is if you played the 360, as soon as you played it on the one, any achievements that you'd earn online in the 360 version would, would unlock on the Xbox One. Right. So okay. I know quite a lot of people have been waiting until they did the 360 stuff, like Jack's one of them to finish it and then he's going to transfer it over. So you need to do that before March 6th, otherwise you will no longer be able to do that. Okay. Um, a little known developer 
made some games that I'm not really sure about. Bioware, anybody <laughs> heard of that? <them? laughs> <laughs> um, they've teased a new a new IP. There's very little in there, Do you know. To, no idea. It sounds like they're creating like a whole new kind of universe from what he said in his little quote. New universe, characters, stories and gameplay, but just teasing at the minute, but when's Andromeda out? Is it next month, innit? Yeah. So, it's no idea. They said they've been working on it away. for a couple of years, so no idea wow. if it's, it's well, 2012. They can... it, I always think it. how it, it's these huge studios that they can keep these things under wraps so well for like years. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? You think how many people's involved, how many artists and developers and coders, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I suppose so... they're all NDA'd up to the nines. Yeah, they're all terribly threatened. Yeah. <laughs> Probably crunching, working on it 23 hours a day anyway. Uh, but I don't know, from, from, they said they've been working on it for like four years, so 2012 they started on it, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we might hear more at EA Play before E3, so... If you're a fan of Bioware, then keep a check out for that. Hopefully it won't just be all FIFA like it was last year, which was yeah. <laughs> Gears of War 4, they've launched the social quick play is now cross-play between Xbox One and Windows 10. Nice. Um, they experimented with it because obviously you get the advantage of yeah. mouse and keyboard on uh, the PC. I don't know how they're kind of mitigating that or if you've got options to actually turn that off or not. But that is now live. So if you've only got a Windows 10 PC, you can play with your friends on Xbox One, which I suppose is a, never a bad thing. No, it's cool. Unless you're getting killed a lot by people. With <laughs> yeah, rubbish. And then it's rubbish. It's <laughs> a game that looks really cool, actually. I'd never heard of it before until I, so I looked into it. Dead by Daylight has been announced for consoles. It came to Steam last year. It's all, already sold like 1.6 million copies or something in, in like seven months. Uh, the, so the game, the style of the game is, it's like a four v one. The one person is a murderer playing in first person, and oh, then the, like evolve. the four are like try to escape in third person. And the main hook is like, are you going to be friendly and try to escape together with the four people? Or are you going to, you know, <sighs> try and leave them behind so that you can get away? So oh. looks quite cool. It sounds like a good one for streaming. Um, this story went a bit nuts, didn't it? There was loads of people really excited about this. Yeah, I think I think yeah. it's been massively popular on the PC. Yeah, it's a huge it's a huge streaming game on PC right now. I I've actually been watching gameplay, but it's it's quite like the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth game coming out. So I'm excited to see which one's better, and I'm going to buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I like I like the sound of that little mechanic. I mean, Evolve sounded great until. It turned out to be rubbish, but I mean, if it's already got the pedigree of selling six million on Steam, it sounds like it's worth checking out. For Honor, we just had the closed beta, and they just announced this week that we're going to get an open beta, which is going to be from February the 9th to the 12th. I suggest you give it a go if you're sort of like on the fence of the game, because what I played has been great. Really need to know about more on the single player and things. Yeah. what that's like because I, I think that the multiplayer is good and it'll hold me if there's achievements tied to it but if it's like um got no achievements tied to it or it's really quick then it, I, the the single player is going to be massive for me to decide if I'm going to pick it up or not it's not long till it's out is it isn't it out this month yeah a couple of weeks I think yeah 14th yeah so yeah cool. looking forward to that one 
Final Fantasy 15 uh, first story DLC has been dated um, that, that's coming on March the 28th there's some info in the story which I'll link to rather than try to explain um, have you played that Mark? No, I I can't stand anything out of Japan. Pretty much culturally, I mean. <laughs> but uh, when I saw the screenshot for it, I thought it was for the Power Rangers game. Did you guys see that? they take word to a new level sometimes, don't they? Japan games. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> game that seems to have been like we streamed it and it didn't get very far in it, Stardew Valley. Um, the people who are playing it seem to be investing a load of time into it and maintaining the farm and fishing and doing whatever you do in that the game. Simulator. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's been quite, <laughs> apparently it's been quite buggy since it's launched on the one. There's been uh, crashes and glitches and bugs and all kinds of stuff. Um, they've, I don't, I think they've, they've put a, patch into testing so it should be available soon if it's not available already um, make uh, achievements a bit easier so Ooh. so maybe Jack can stream it again see if you can get more than yeah. one or whatever <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like subterrain on a farm yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just stream where we watch Jack fishing for 20 minutes trying to get achievements <laughs> yeah, yeah I was trying to get the achievements it was 10 unique yeah. fish yeah, that was a fun stream. <laughs> One of if you play if you're a fan of Elder Scrolls, I think uh, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind is quite well regarded. Some people say it's the best. Um, in Elder Scrolls Online, they've just announced a Morrowind expansion, um, so it's on the map and everything that was available in Elder Scrolls Three. Again, there's a lot of information details on pricing and everything i'll link to that in the show notes just so you can have a good read if you're a fan of that rainbow six siege has brought out a new operator it's called the jackal but then the main reason i mentioned it is because there mm. uh, is another free to play weekend which has started yesterday okay. and runs until stretching the definition six. of weekend slightly <laughs> yeah long <laughs> weekend. um I'm pretty certain that one's been had free weekends before and that has unlocked achievements. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure you are. Um, On the Tom Clancy vibe, we should probably mention that it is the beta for Wildlands Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend, and we will be streaming that today. It actually goes Uh, live in two minutes. Two minutes? (laughs) If we were live, people could actually (laughs) do something. Uh, But it will be live by the time you listen to this anyway. So yeah, that looks really good. I'm very excited by the beta of that today. To me, but from what I've seen of it, it looks like the division in a new, a new location. Setting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're they're not bullet sponges this time. Thankfully, the enemies are. Probably if you headshot them, they're, they're down <laughs> one shot. Right, okay. okay, sweet. I'm very excited by that. Yeah, that's the end of the news. That's it. Yeah, back to the studio. Okay, moving on to back compact news. A relatively quiet week. Yeah, we had uh, three games this week. We had Stuntman Ignition, Mad Tracks, and Juju. Okay, are these all racing games? Clearly Stuntman Ignition. Uh, Juju is a platform, and apparently it's a really easy 1,000 gamer score. Oh, okay. Um, I can recommend Stuntman Ignition. I've played it and loved it. Okay. It's good. Um, okay, let's move on then to mailbag questions. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Spooksan on Twitter... Uh, what big game are you skipping this year and why? Is it lack of interest in the genre or is it an issue with the title? 
Mm. Mark, anything you're skipping? Yeah, uh, do, if it's just another motorsport sequel, I, I, I'm not going to play Forza this year. I I don't think I'm a racing fan. I think I'm a Forza Horizon fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know I if I'll that. just the strict track racing will do it for him. My son makes me buy pretty much every racing game anyway, so you might still see it wind up on my card, but it'll be more for him if so. <laughs> okay. Um, Jack, anything? Oh, uh, all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Apart from Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> well, I think I'll definitely be skipping Halo Wars 2. Um, oh, okay. Lack I that of, as well. Like for the genre. I know it's got a big following behind it. I did play the first one, but I, I must admit I didn't enjoy playing it. Okay. <laughs> which wasn't great. And I'll probably skip Cuphead as well, because that probably won't come out this year. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm with you on Halo Wars 2. I'm not sure. I mean, it's something I'll probably pick up in a sale. I did quite enjoy the first one, and it is coming out in a reasonably fallow time. I think um, maybe my issue with the first one, I played it quite late, so the online was dead at that point. So it's just sure. kind of battling against friends that were already very good at it. <laughs> so okay, I'd never yeah. win. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. games where you need to be good at the mechanics of it, I think. Um, you need to know what uh, units to build, don't you, at mm-hmm. specific times. Saying that though, Phil Spencer yesterday did hint strongly again about mouse and keyboard support for the one. Okay. okay. Yeah, it could be so, a lot better with mouse and keyboard, actually. Yeah, I think if, if you're going to play it on an Xbox, I think mouse and keyboard make it a yeah. lot easier. Um, I'm going to skip Resident Evil because I'm a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I've, I don't know, I've found that in the last few weeks since we've been doing the ID stuff that there's there's games that I can buy for £10, £12, £15 that I would enjoy more or just as much as a £40 full-price title. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably finish earlier, which is good for me because I don't have that much time. And score more game at score, <laughs> which is also good for me. So um, I've, I've opened my eyes a bit in the last few weeks, which is a good thing. Um, probably so not you're just going to be playing ID but... titles this year then? Yeah, so I'm just playing subterrain, subterrain for <laughs> six months while I try to figure out how to use the bathroom. <laughs> um, Dave, anything you're going to be skipping? You're generally quite quite a purchaser more than a skipper yeah but Andromeda you're not going to get Andromeda (gasps) no my experience no my experience with Mass Effect is playing Mass Effect 1 and getting bored after that Mass Effect 1's toilet and then deciding (laughs) I was going to increase my (laughs) completion percentage and then go back and play Mass Effect Effect 1 again for about 3 hours and getting even more bored so I know people say 2 and 3 but yeah, one hasn't What's aged up? well. It's tough to go back now. I, I didn't play it myself till like 2012 or so, and even then it was really tough. I got it. I think my first 360 was like an Elite that came bundled with Mass Effect. Oh, really? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that, so I, I played it like straight away, and it, it just it did nothing for me. But I, I don't know. I know people say two and three are, are better, but once I've tried something and it. It's so no, different though. It's, to com- they've sorted. It's much more two and three, much more of a shoot. Well, there's a shooting in one, but it's really bad. Mm-hmm. So that sort of ruins it. For, well, it ruined it for me anyway. And I couldn't get into the story because I found the shooting so rubbish. Whereas two and three just sucked me in and didn't spit I've, me I've, out I've for a long time. Two and three, I think, like, uh, and, and it's on uh, EA Access, isn't it? So just, I think, if, off the top of my head, the start of two or the start of three just absolutely blew me away. Like just the first opening, like half an hour, 
It might have been three that was just so incredibly amazing. I can't remember now. But um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I've forgotten that was coming out until you just said that. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I suppose that'll be... There's not been a lot really announced, has there, coming this year yet? Uh, No, I mean, yeah. It's Red Dead, Prey. Oh yeah, Red Dead's not going to get this year though, we don't think. I, I suppose another one that maybe potentially is Call of Duty, depending on what direction they go. But Who's making this year's one? Um, will they be back to Sledgehammer this time? I think it's back to Treyarch because Infinity just did the last one, and for a while it was just those two. Yeah, so well, I think yeah, I think they still that was the new Black Ops on it, so it'd be. Oh yeah, you're right. So yeah, so see where they go. If the, if it's something sort of like in present time or in the past, then I'd be interested. Yeah. If it's still going more and more futuristic, then I'll probably just leave it. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Until they bundle it with COD. Uh, yeah, until so it comes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah World of War, then I might give it a go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next question. Ian Triplo on Twitter said Does EA Access lead you to holding out for a game to go into the vault or, or playing anything that you want as it's free? Ooh, good question. So, have we all got it yet? Jack, have you still got yours? Uh, I had it for a couple of months. I bought it specifically for the Mirror's Edge stuff. So I yeah, could play well, that that's early. what I was going to say. Um, I possibly would have picked up Mirror's Edge in the sale uh, prior to when I actually played it, just because of the, the vibe around it. But um, And because I really enjoyed what I played of it at Gamescom. Um, and I did hold out for it to go into the vault, just because was, it was that time of year where there was just so much stuff to play that it just seems stupid to buy a game when you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's also made me play stuff that I, I would never have started like um, Unravel for example um, I, I just I really enjoyed that I thought mm. it was awesome and the 10 hour preview thing is just ace well, I mean yeah. in fact I'm going to get Mass Effect a weekend yeah that's going to be great for Mass Effect <laughs> yeah so that's I mean but I'm not sure 10 hours is enough for a week um, but yeah I, I think it's amazing I wish more companies would do it but I guess there's not that many. Ubi's probably the only other yeah, company that produces enough that. games to 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 do that, but uh, yeah, it's a great it's a great service. I, I I'm not sure that anything else. I mean, I'm, I imagine there'll be a new Need for Speed, but those games I love so much, I'll probably just buy it when it comes out. All of their uh, all of their last gen stuff is coming to the vault uh, very often now too. I'm waiting when they announced uh, backwards compatibility for Alice Madness Returns. Okay, uh, that was EA that. published, and I I wanted to go out and get it because I always wanted to play it and never did, and I was like. Uh, I finally smartened up and decided I can wait the few weeks. It'll probably be in the <laughs> yeah, vault exactly. in a couple of days. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize they were bringing back compat stuff as well. That's even better. Yeah, Dead Space is on there. A uh, bunch Mass of stuff. Effect. The first Peggle. Yeah, the Mass Effect. Cool. I've been quite opposite with it. I, like, even though it's really good money-wise, a lot of the games that originally went into the vault I already bought already. Yeah. So I left it. The only time I bought it was I'd get a month. Do you know when like FIFA came out, so I could play mm-hmm. it early. Um, and then recently I bought a year just purely because, like it's it's, get, it's quite expensive now. There's quite a lot. There's like three years of the sports titles are in yeah. there, and so yeah, I bought it mainly just to play Madden five times. Or something <laughs> different I imagine um, Titanfall two two will hit it soon. Yeah, well. yeah. There's a ton in there. There's so many. And like you say, they got the back compact stuff going in there, so he's gonna keep going the way they're going for for nineteen quid a year or whatever it is. 
Yeah. I mean, what I found, so, for example, I bought um, Titanfall 2 full price when it came out. I yeah. bought, uh, but that didn't have a trial, did it? And then the interesting ones are, for me, the FIFA and um, uh, Battlefield 1. Um, I played the trial and then I didn't bother buying the full title until it was in a mass until it came down to sale. Whereas beforehand, I would have bought both of those full price the day of release. So it has adjusted my spending. So, mm-hmm. did, did are you playing that in the vault actually inform your decision or did it kind of lessen the hype for it in your mind? 10 hours for me is plenty for most okay. games. So, it gave so, you enough of a taste that you didn't feel you needed it now. Yeah, I didn't yeah. feel I was missing out. I got half the achievements, say, or whatever. Although I didn't in, in Battlefield 1, I didn't do very well in that. But I bought that now, so I can actually go back and get that. But it led me, rather than from buying it on day one, to playing a little bit and then thinking I can wait for the sale. If it would have been, like, blown me away, then I probably would have picked it up straight away. Yeah. Because you do get a discount as well. Yes, ten percent off a full price, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's still not much of a discount. Which I can get like twenty percent off. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but there's a new Madden Seventeen. They've brought out a new a Super Bowl edition. Super Bowl edition. Yeah, and they I do don't know how much it is to buy properly, but I looked when I went to it from the vault. It was sixteen quid. Okay, that's good. Sixteen quid, for, and it, that's not in the vault yet either. So you, there's, there's a that's trial. not sixteen quid. Yeah. I was like, that, I might just buy that. It it will be in the vault soon though. If I remember, it usually comes to the vault about uh, in April or so, like just maybe eight or ten weeks after the Super Bowl. So they're just—I think this sale is them trying to get any last uh, purchases before they <laughs> give it to their access members. <laughs> cool. Good question. Thank you. Price. I'll give it a go. Uh, Remix Fish on Twitter asked, "Any news on Ghost Recon Wildlands achievements yet?" Not yet. Question to answer all of them. Keep an eye Ubisoft out. Ubisoft were like one school. of the ones, the first ones to adopt like this, um, holding back until the day before release. Yeah. Which is something they added in because originally we were picking up <laughs> games months in advance. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think um, Ubisoft were one of the first to actually adopt it once they actually added that option in. So that yeah. now they generally come out the day before release. I, mean, I know the steep ones hit really late, didn't they? That's not yeah. Rude. yeah, they well, steep soup um, is not uh, one of the reasons they do this, but um, sometimes it, there's quite a few story giveaways in there, yeah, in yeah. their achievements, so that you would sort of understand the reasons for that. Well, <laughs> steep didn't have a story. We got like a, an, was it Assassin's Creed Syndicate really early, mm-hmm. and I think that gave quite a lot of what the gameplay was about away from if you look at the list. Right, okay. And after that, all so we've ruined getting... it for everyone. <laughs> yeah, we started getting really... Sorry, everybody. The day <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't expect that one till March, at the earliest. Um, Ian Ray, Nutty Ray, asks, what's your favourite song to sing nutty. when you were in the shower? <laughs> right, one song. Everybody go. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Pompeii by Bastille. Still a classic to this day, even though it's about five <laughs> years old now. I don't think I have one song, but I do sing a lot. <laughs> what do you sing then? Not songs. Uh, just hipstery crap that you guys never heard of, especially being overseas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Uh, I'm guessing Circus survives in there somewhere. Yeah, they're uh, they're <laughs> chiefly among uh, the, my playlist in the shower. <laughs> um, Jack. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really sing in the shower. 
He doesn't really shower. He showers just for just for showering. It's not for singing. Dave, you're in Dave. a band. You must sing loads. Yeah, I've got a couple. It's either uh, it's raining men, <laughs> or um, or Jeez um, and Hustlers by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, <laughs> I look forward to hearing a lot. Point at Gamescom this year. Um, <laughs> there were some more questions, but we've saved them for we'll next week. We'll save them for next week, week. yeah. We've got loads of questions, so we're already long. Um, Jack, tell us about your achievement list. Long in the shower, very, very long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've had a couple here this week, mainly ID titles, because we're in the kind of fallow period for AAAs at the minute. Uh, we had Uncanny Valley. Subject 13, Candleman, which is a stack, so you can get a Chinese Ooh. version of Candleman as well. Okay. Is this one of these ones where you just need a, a Chinese Yeah, you just need a Chinese Xbox. <laughs> okay, whichever one's to Because it's region locked, <laughs> so it's going. just about a £700 investment. <laughs> well, to be able to play a £15 game. £12 Candleman. Aqua Kitty UDX Xbox One Ultra Edition. Which we'll be streaming in four hours from now. Check it out, check it yeah. out. Looks fun, the achievement list, and we'll be streaming it later. And we had uh, Eye Over Game, which is a bit weird. It's a Windows 8 game, which I'm assuming is probably not going to see the light of day, maybe. <laughs> we've had a Why are you assuming that? Uh, well, we've had quite a lot of Windows 8. Well, I've found quite a lot of Windows 8 and Windows Phone lists recently, and they just don't seem to appear. I've had a couple sitting around for months. <laughs> so... Have it we doesn't. not been told that it's coming out though next uh, week? Uh, that's, the win- that's the Xbox. That'll be an Xbox One. Oh, okay. Which we don't have the list yet. So this but is specifically it'll... 200 gamer score and okay. on the old systems. So but we are pretty sure that the Xbox One version. Yeah, the Xbox One version will be. Yeah, we'll have Friday. to play around with that in a bit. Um, and then we had some other title updates as well. So we had Minecraft Xbox 360 content update. 18 achievements for 494 game or oh, 495. Sorry, gamer score. And about 8 million TA. Yep. <laughs> and the same set of achievements for the Xbox One version. And some Hitman DLC. Last slide, uh, landslide, sorry. Bonus episode, which is three achievements, and it's actually merged into the original summer bonus episode. So if you buy the bonus episode, you'll get the summer and the landslide, and they're really one pack now, which is a bit of a weird release. And last up, we have the Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Naruto. <laughs> Three achievements for 120 games. I don't have to write a story about that bit of DLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, new releases. So we have, in fact, we've just got some. Let's quickly go through the ID titles. Uh, so we have today. Um, Eight days? Is that today? No, that's not today. Today we have Knee Deep, Pixel Heroes, Bite and Magic, and Aqua Kitty UDX. Mm-hmm. On Monday we have eight days. Tuesday we have Pix the Cat. And then oh, Thursday, I'm guessing that would be, or Friday, must be Friday next week, we have uh, Uncanny Valley, Crypto the Necro- Neuro- Necromancer. Neuromancer? I'm making you Necro Dancer. <laughs> Should I say that again? <laughs> Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Necrodancer. That sounds disgusting. Uh, and then Spheroids, <laughs> which was put back, but I think it's now happening. Um, yep. 
And then non-ID stuff. Let me just get the calendar up. There's nothing. There's nothing. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, the following week is For Honor and Sniper Elite 4, um, which people are quite... Yeah, we're almost, we're almost back to having some big AAA stuff. Big AAAs. Mm. Any other business? No. Good. <laughs> thank you to everybody for joining us today. And thank you to Mark for appearing on the show. And um, yeah, let's go and make some content happen. Cool. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Catch you later.